Hi, I'm Mark. Thank you for joining me today on Words of Truth. You know, I'm probably not alone when I say that some days just feel like one big struggle from sunup to sundown. Uh, wouldn't you agree some days just seem so hurried and pressured and tense? And even though we might know God's truth and we believe in his goodness, we can still find ourselves struggling and our minds can be racing even before our feet hit the ground in the morning. And when that happens, and when we start focusing on the struggles and the barriers before us, and we start listening to all the media headlines about how dark and broken our world is, it can drag us into a black hole. Now, we have all been struggling with how COVID has been affecting us over these past two years and how it has affected so many things. Not only has it affected our social life our, and our ability to travel, but as you know, it has disrupted our routines and our work life and supply chains have been affected and people are experiencing mental health issues due to the lack of socialization and some businesses are closing and others can't get enough employees. And well, here's my point without having to tell you anymore because you already know all of that, right? When we start focusing on all of the issues and problems around us, the enemy, the devil that is, will use that as a tool to make us feel guilty for not doing more, or as a mountain that can't be climbed, or a giant that can't be conquered. And then what? Well, then we start to think about maybe God has lost control, or we start to wonder if any good can come out of any of this. Hey, here's the good news. The good news is that oftentimes in God's goodness and grace, when we find ourselves smack dab in the middle of defeating emotions, God shows up. And he shows up strong. In the Bible, we find story after story of those who needed a reminder from God that he is always near. For example, we find Moses at the Red Sea and the enemy of Israel. The Egyptians were pursuing them and they were standing there wondering what to do. We find Elijah by the brook having a death warrant issued against him by Jezebel, wishing that God would just take his life. And there was Joshua standing on the shores of the flooded Jordan River, not knowing how he would cross over, or the disciples in a boat on the Sea of Galilee being storm-tossed, fearing for their lives. And in all of these examples, God shows up. And never once did he fail. A story in the Bible that I personally love to read is a story about Gideon. It's found in Judges chapter 6, if you want to read it sometime. He and the people of Israel were suffering under the hand of their enemy, Midian, for seven long years. Verses 3 through 6 tell us the story of what happened. For whenever the Israelites planted crops, the Midianites and the Amalekites and the people of the east would come up against them. And they would encamp against them and devour the produce of the land as far as Gaza 
and leave no sustenance in Israel and no sheep or ox or donkey. For they would come up with their livestock and their tents and they would come like locusts in number. Both they and their camels could not be counted so that they laid waste the land as they came in. And Israel was brought very low because of Midian. Can you imagine every time your crops got to the point of a harvest, the enemy would come and take it all from you? I mean, they came in and droves. They, they camped out till it was all gone. And then they'd take all of your sheep and ox and donkeys. I mean, it was a complete disaster. And along with the rest of the people, Gideon was feeling the pressure. He doubted that God was even with him. In fact, when an angel showed up to give him a message from God, he was threshing wheat in the pit of a wine press. Now, I don't know if you realize how difficult that would be. You see, the process of threshing wheat required that you scoop it up with a fork and you throw it up in the air and the wind would blow away the chaff and, and the wheat would fall to the ground. That wouldn't be a really easy thing to do if you're standing in the pit of a wine press. Uh, but Gideon was doing that. Why? For fear of the Midianites. He was just trying to preserve what he could for he and his family before they came and took it away. But the angel came and spoke straight into Gideon's fear and weakness. And he said in verse 12, And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. <laughs> Don't you just love that? That the angel called him a mighty man of valor. Other translations call him a mighty warrior. God called him by that title right at the moment he was feeling so discouraged and afraid. You know what that says to me? It says to me that when we feel weak, God sees mighty. And when we see defeat, God sees victory. When we're filled with disappointment, God comes and gives us hope. Think, think about it for a minute. Think about Peter and how discouraged he must have been after he denied Jesus three times. So what? Well, he decided that he must not have what it takes to follow Jesus, and he went back to his job of fishing. It was at his lowest point that Jesus showed up on the beach and said to Peter, Follow me. Feed my sheep. In fact, you might also remember when Jesus first met Peter, his name was actually Simon. But when Jesus met Simon in John chapter 1, he said, You are Simon, the son of John, but... You will be called Cephas, which means Peter. The name Peter means rock. You see, Jesus didn't see Peter for what he was, but for what he would become. And later on, we come to the event in Matthew chapter 16, where we see the fulfillment of what Jesus said that day, when he said, quote, Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my, my Father who is in heaven. I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Did you see it? Jesus reaffirms to Simon what he had told him from the very beginning. It's like Jesus is saying to him, See, I told you that your name is Peter. 
And it's on the rock of your confession that I'm the Christ, that I'm going to build my church. And the lesson we learn is that whenever Peter felt weak and vulnerable and insignificant, Jesus showed up and reaffirmed him and set him back on his feet again. Now back to Gideon. After the angel told Gideon, the Lord is with you, Gideon questioned. He said, well, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Have you ever been there? I'm sure you have. I have been. If God, if if God, if you're really there, I mean, then why, right? Have you ever asked that? God, if you're really there, then why? If God is really good, then when? If, if God really cares, then how? And even with the questions, even after the people of God turned their backs on him, God was still gracious and patient, loving and kind. And he sends a messenger to encourage Gideon and to remind him and all the Israelites that he was still with them. He's still with you too, my friend. And yet, while staring straight at the angel, Gideon continues to persist with defeated thoughts. He says, well, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I'm the least in my father's house. But God turns around and he says to him, I will be with you. You know, those are the most powerful words that all of us need to hear and to remember. I will be with you. God's presence is real. He gives us strength for every day. Lamentations chapter 3 verses 22 and 23 says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Even though the battle is intense, and even though there are days when it seems like the enemy is strong and we feel weary, my friend, God is with us. When we find ourselves wrestling again, again with the same defeating thoughts, and even when disappointments come for a second and third and fourth and fifth time, and we struggle with feelings like we don't measure up, just like Gideon did, God says, I will be with you. Remember those five words, I will be with you. Just remember that no matter how you might feel, Never trust your feelings, no matter what struggles flood your thoughts, no matter how insignificant you feel and how many times you fail. Bank on God's unfailing word. God is filling you with the power and grace of his spirit. Just enough for every day. I will be with you. I hope this encourages you today. Thanks for listening. Join me again next week.